Hi guys, Merlin from Metal Hammer here. Uh, this is normally where you would be about to hear our lovely regular weekly podcast. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the coronavirus situation in the UK at the moment, um, Future, our parent company, has decided it's probably best to just down tools and close the offices for a couple of weeks so people aren't kind of commuting in, using the tubes and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's all totally normal protocol. Loads of other companies around the music industry are doing it. Uh, but it does mean that we can't all get into uh, the studio together to do a podcast. Uh, so I'm afraid we won't be doing the um, Iron Maiden podcast Hall of Fame conversation with myself, Alexander Mylas and Jonathan. Uh, that will be coming up though still, don't worry. Um, give it a couple of weeks or so and when, when our schedules all line up, we'll all get back in together and crack on with that. Uh, but we didn't want to leave you with absolutely nothing this week. Uh, so in the meantime, here's a recent conversation that I had with Flo Janssen from Nightwish. Um, we actually recorded it to originally drop near uh, the release of the new album. But we thought, fuck it, they're on the cover right now. Um, so let's just roll with it. Uh, so yeah, you're about to hear me talking to Flo Janssen. Um, we met up uh, in some offices in North London a couple of weeks back to talk about the new album, Human Nature, uh, the crazy video for Noise, getting to play Wembley Arena, all the mad stuff that's happening in Nightwish World at the moment. Um, it's a really great conversation. I really enjoyed chatting to Fleur, so I hope you enjoy it as well. Uh, and we will be back with the regular podcast as soon as possible, hopefully no more than a couple of weeks or so. Um, stay tuned to facebook.com slash readers for more info on that. Uh, cheers, guys. And if you're also self-isolated, maybe try and grab yourself a copy of Metal Hammer to read to pass the time. Uh, we'll see you soon uh, thanks as always for your support uh, so five years between studio albums that's a long time that's kind of Iron Maiden Metallica like levels of waiting between records um, do you think it was kind of necessary to have that gap so that by the time Tuomas for instance came to write a new material and you all got in that headspace you were able to give it your full attention and, and make it what it needed to be. Yeah, I guess it was, yeah. Also because we didn't feel any pressure of releasing things faster. Um, quantity over quality over quantity in that sense. Um, but sure, um, after the last album, there was a, first a proper break, which really was... A, was felt very um, strong with with the members that had been in in the band since the beginning. Also, Shirley Tuomas has been writing, touring, writing, touring uh, nonstop since the beginning, um, and he he needed a breather. Uh, plus, he had he had other things in his in his creative head, so that needed to go out come up before he could continue with with Nightwish. Well, everyone stayed um, busy. I mean, you did a you did a load of stuff in, in between the records as well. Yeah, it's definitely it was like, you know, it, it gave me the time to to release something that I'd been writing before with Northward and, and got a release now. It <laughs> got even the chance to become a mom. Um, so yeah, everybody has been doing stuff and it's not so that we have not been doing anything between the albums because of course we went on a entire world tour where we instead of coming with a new album, uh, celebrated our past uh, and got a, a live CD and DVD out of that thing. So um, it's not like we have not been doing anything, but that break and uh, for Duomas to write Auri and work on that uh, unlocks all the blockages uh, mm. for him to uh, just come with this magical new stuff for human nature. Yeah, so, I mean, um, Endless Forms had uh, a 24-minute track, The Greatest Show on Earth, 
uh, on Human Nature, you've gone one further with a half-hour instrumental cut into eight segments. Yeah. <laughs> when Thomas kind of comes out uh, with these ideas and he's saying, like, I want to do this this time. I mean, what's the first thing that goes through your head? Are you, like, do you just have to trust him that he's going to make it work? Or yeah. does he sometimes come up with stuff where you're like, oh, my God, I don't know about this? <laughs> he hasn't, no. No, and that's why, you know, when he comes with this, it's like, okay, we're in for a good treat. That's more how I feel it. And, and um yeah, there are not too many bands that if, if one of the band members would say, I'm going to write a 35-minute-long uh, suite, it has eight parts, and it's, uh, yeah, and you're like, oh, really? Um, cool. Oh, by the way, you're not on it as a band. Right. Um, but but for some reason, it makes total sense for that to happen in Nightwish. It's, it's a natural progression into things, and um, I am singing on it though and, and uh, also Thomas is playing some piano in it himself and and, and Troy is, is is playing on it but um, yeah it makes sense somehow like I said it it, it, it fits to Nightwish it's, it, it's not the band but it's definitely the Nightwish sounds that flows through the entire thing because it's Thomas's. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a thread I, I don't know if you'd quite call it a full like a concept album but there's a kind of thread mm. that runs through a lot of it in terms of our relationship with the world around us and mm. maybe kind of appreciating the world we live in a bit more um can you can you mm. kind of explain a bit more about that yeah indeed it's definitely from the from the positive uh, uh side of, of things uh well the album's called human nature and so the the first nine songs are more related to the human end of that title whereas um the long suite, uh, all the works is 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 about nature, and it's 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 a musical ode to 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 nature and its its diversity and splendor, and uh, of course there's human nature that also comes back. So yeah, it's indeed not a concept album, but yeah, it's a good way to say it's it's a red thread through it all. Yeah, and, and where did that? What what was it? Do you think that um, inspired that theme to run through this album? Where did that come from? I guess an interest that that Thomas is really having, um, and w- what we very very much share. So in in that sense, it's it's an absolute sequel also to In the Swarms Most Beautiful, and um, yeah, it's um, yeah something that 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 lives very much nowadays, even though it's not based at all on climate climate crisis or any negative thing. Uh, if anything, it really looks at the positive end, the, the, the love for nature, um, the fact that we think that we're part of it. I mean, we have 98% the same DNA as a, as a chimpanzee, yeah. and even, even a simple banana is so much like us in, <laughs> in our makeup that it's hard to pretend that we're not. Uh, but some connection reconnection would be great and and uh, well uh, in that sense it it's very modern do <laughs> yeah. so you think there is a um, that is a kind of thing with humanity at the moment we're so uh, obsessed with our relationship to the planet that we kind of forget that we're still a part of the natural process of life as it is con so far well maybe the way it's in the media right now and 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 what's what you see and read everywhere on social media you, you would get a very negative view not only on how things are with the world but also on, on us human beings that we're just we're the that horrible creature that's destroying everything and that's not really true uh, it's definitely helping and things should be improved as there constantly are uh, as well but um, this overall negativity is not very functional. It's not making any any proper changes. 
Um, so yeah, awareness, but it should not just be so negative. We have been around for a long time. Let's not forget the planet's been around for 4.6 billion years. Okay. It's doing just fine. It knows how to get rid of you know bugs like us. <laughs> it would just be nice that we clean up our garden as you would. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that the news um, does keep this kind of negative cycle ongoing? Because it really does seem like you can't open a newspaper or go online without just being absolutely bombarded with all these horrible things that are happening in the world. And sometimes it does feel difficult to kind of see where the positivity yeah. Yeah, true. is. I have no idea what the real purpose of it is because it's not productive in any way. People feel miserable without a real good reason. Nobody gets uh, the total overview, as you say correctly, um, without being constantly fed with somebody else's agenda. And, um, yeah, of course, it seems to be so that we react way much stronger to negative news than we do to positive news. And they want reactions because it's selling better. So from that end off, we just slowly but surely slipped into this everything. It, once again, it, it's, you need your, your, yeah, you need to read other news as well. You almost need to look for it uh, to get the statistics on things right. Um, and it, I don't really see the point of it at all. Uh, if it, maybe there's a bad plan behind it, some kind of theory where you need to keep the people stupid and afraid, mm. as they did in the old days with religion. Mm. <laughs> Is this our new religion then? Um, but once again, I don't see the progress in it. No, I guess there is an argument to be made, uh, not one that I would agree with necessarily, but um, keeping people in that negative, scared cycle means that when you have politicians or world leaders who kind of just come in with easy answers and kind of say mm -hmm. I can fix this I've got this sorted it makes them more likely maybe to go oh yeah 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 we need this person Great. because we have a hero everything. yeah maybe that yeah well that's that with an agenda then yeah yeah definitely um let's talk about the video for noise uh what the hell's going on <laughs> well. we me and uh, uh my co our co colleague deputy editor Eleanor um we were kind of looking at it just going, there's so much to break down here. Um, mm. It's obviously lots of kind of fairy tale esque imagery in it. People obviously looking at phones, which sends quite a clear message there about technology, I assume. At one point, there's a baby strapped to a bed with a screen over its head. Mm. Uh, there's a guy in a gas mask bathing in tar who turns out to be Tuomas. Tuomas hugs a tree and kisses a duck at one point, I think. Um, I'm guessing there's kind of a thread about our relationship to te technology and stuff going on there. And am I along the right lines? I don't know, you tell me. It's interesting to hear what you take out of it, because, you know, it's a multi-interpretational thing, as music and videos are. It's a very explicit video. Uh, and some people have been thinking that it's about us being against cell phones. Or, um, yeah, but the, the, the thing where it's really about its human behavior more than anything else, our addiction to a world that is not real. Um, to a constant noise without any content, without any uh, self. We just follow in a group blindly and we're, we're completely addicted without even really knowing to what. And technology in that sense has a negative influence on it, but it's not a statement from Nightwish saying we're against cell phones or technology, not at all. Um, it even has a very positive message. Uh, as if you see towards the end, you do see this this first a baby and then a bigger person. You just grow. You see this person grow into adulthood. Um, but in the end, you do see 
a blue sky. You see the sunrise, you see the actual world. So it's still there. It's just for us to tap back into. So yeah, it does have a positive meaning despite the very dark imagery of maybe uh, a guy who Tuomas is representing who's, a, who's an activist who just does everything more for, for views online than for, the fact, the, for his actual care for nature. Or you see me as a mother of a beauty pageant um, that cares only about how everything looks like and not for her daughter or her well-being and what she wants. Um, so it's a lot of, yeah, or, or Marco, you see Marco eats pills yeah. to stay thin, but in the end he's just fat and un, un, uninspired and he doesn't believe in his own stories. It's all, it's all fake, empty noise. Did you, do you enjoy that level of kind of, um, you know, dressing up, getting into real characters when yeah, it comes to videos? Definitely. I mean, we would not want to be uh, doing a regular f music video again. We almost didn't make one. Um, but what if we could give this this unique twist and we're going to make something on an extremely high level? It's a really high quality video, really uh, undone before. And um, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be in there. I personally thought that it would be nice for our fans actually to be in there and then our uh, director uh, considered that uh, and, and thought it was a good idea but he gave us these rules I think it's really cool because there are such opposites also of who we really are you see Troy you know is a king on his throne completely uninterested in the real world just watching his phone yeah the king of nothing <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of interesting stuff to go into. I mean, we could do a whole podcast just on that, I think. Probably, yeah. Um, uh, you're playing Wembley Arena for the third time this yeah. year, which just is incredible, really. The <laughs> idea of a, a symphonic, kind of often quite progressive, conceptually heavy metal band mm. making Wembley Arena their house show. It's just, yeah. <laughs> like, just almost, you know, inconceivable, like maybe 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, do you guys have kind of ambitions for where Nightwish can go from here? Does it can it get any bigger than that? You've headlined Bloodstock Open Air over here. You do huge festivals and and arena shows in mainland Europe. Um, you know, is, is there anything else you guys kind of have on your bucket list you'd like to to tick off? I don't think not like that. I mean, the fact that we're here is completely wow to us, and and uh, there aren't any ambitions to become the biggest band in the world. Uh, we're, we're super satisfied and, and like I said, still awestruck by, by where we are. And it feels like yesterday that we played it the first time here in Wembley Arena. And um, we got this, this nice uh, memorabilia to hang on the wall uh, that says you saw out at Wembley Arena. And it's proudly hanging up on our wall. Um, and now it's about to happen again. And uh, we, we, we do another big arena show here in, in England in Cardiff mm. Arena. So it's 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 an onward thing that you can't completely plan. Um, we'll see what's come, but we're very very happy with where we are. Yeah, it's it's been an amazing journey. Um, how, how does Nightwish do in America these days? Because the cliche is that European metal bands struggle when it comes to translating success in the states. That's kind of like the stereotype a lot of people trot out. Right. Well, not for Nightwish, I think, but we, we've been playing in the states. Since the since the beginning of the band and um it's such a different market really so it's always been quite tough to set food on land but uh, by the time i joined the band we we really did 
so and we've been we've been also growing ever since so uh we will also there start to do quantity well we do quality over quantity but we, so we'll we'll play bigger last but bigger so we're definitely making the next step to bigger venues which is a really exciting thing to see happen and um yeah i mean it's an ongoing massive difference between i think the european and american market but um as far as i can see nightwish has really set foot on on the north american shore in its vastness because it's a huge continent but uh onwards we march also there <laughs> long may it continue uh Flo, thanks so much for talking to us really appreciate it thank you too